1: Welcome to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. I'm very excited to introduce our special guest today, Benjamin Fraley. Benjamin, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you doing, Greg? Good. Good. Thanks for joining us. Well, before we find out what you're actually doing
2: today, if you would, could you please tell me, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, that's a great question. I <laughs> actually initially wanted to be an astronaut. Oh, really? And I've always liked technology and the thought of like kind of going and colonizing a planet always seemed like a really... That just seemed like kind of a really cool thing to do. Uh, probably not very practical, but right. it was certainly kind of like the dream job that I wanted to be. That's
1: funny because after 90-something interviews, you're like my fourth astronaut. Really?
2: Yeah. That frequent? I'm like kind of shocked. And three the other three were women, which is really Really? That's even why. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's really kind of crazy. That's cool. That's so, cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah. So if you would, tell me, what do you do today?
2: Yeah, so I am a security analyst for a company called the Health Collaborative and we're a health information exchange and like a data analytics company if you will and a lot of my job kind of revolves around the day-to-day security compliance work for the Health Collaborative obviously handling a lot of healthcare data there's a lot of HIPAA compliance and a lot of right. other federal compliances that we meet we need to meet and a lot of my day just kind of revolves around making sure that our controls are in place and are functioning the way that they are meant to be functioning and I get to do a few fun things on the side too sometimes. So, like what? Oh, like a little bit of like kind of red team like hacking and stuff Oh, and to cool. see. Yeah, okay. so like part of part of the part of the job is seeing if our current defenses are adequate enough and that is actually by testing them, you know, doing vulnerability scans, a little bit of pen testing, nothing nothing too crazy and then also in the event that we get uh like a malware incident, someone clicks on some malware, downloads some malware. I do a little bit of like incident response and digital forensics too. So it's kind, of a, it's kind of a lot. I do some network administration, some systems administration. So it's kind of a lot of different IT fields and not necessarily security related or security focused. But yeah, yeah. that's just kind of a, I guess like a 5,000 level view, 5,000 right. foot view of, of what I do kind of on a day to day.
1: So take us from the wanting to be an astronaut when you grew up to what you do today. How did you get there? Like, What was your
2: career path, your educational oh, path? Uh, my career path was kind of different. I mean, obviously, you know, grade school, high school, and then college. Uh, and in college, I actually was initially going to be a musician. Really? What uh, instrument? Yeah. Um, actually, percussion. Um, I was going to do composing and stuff at the College Conservatory of Music here in Cincinnati. But uh, that wasn't a very stable career path in my opinion and I also really did not like the program that I was in Um, and that's neither here nor there Um, but I always had a passion for technology and kind of a passion for just like tinkering and programming and computers and video games and that eventually transitioned from my minor in information technology to actually majoring in IT and then specializing in cybersecurity, and then from there I started doing some co-ops at UC or internships, as a lot of people call them, kind of getting some real-world experience, experiences and then going and getting a few certifications under my belt and then eventually just kind of working in the real world now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh,
1: what was, was the Health Collaborative one of your first jobs? or did you So kind of- the
2: Health Collaborative yeah, was, was my first, I guess, real full-time job, uh, but when I was at UC, I worked at the university's information security office for about two and a half years, on and off, full-time and part-time, uh, and got a lot of real-world kind of security-related experience there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like the Red Hat. So
1: it's, it's the Red Hat phrase, because then you have White Hat and Black Hats, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So there's, there's, like, there's a few. So Red Hats are like, or Black Hats, I guess. Red Hat is like kind of a little more proprietary thing, but red, Black Hats are like the bad guys, the bad the people guys. who hack for like money or for a political cause or even for sometimes just for kind of lulls. Right. And um, then there are white hats, which is kind of like what I do, uh, which is the people who defend against the black hats. You know, we have the same sort of skill set, but our job is to to make sure that the black hats are stalled or stopped for as long as possible. And then there are gray hats too, which are kind of the people who operate on the border. You know, sometimes they might defend systems. Sometimes they might attack systems. Uh, And they kind of work in a weird little gray area of like, okay, well, you hacked me. I might hack back. And it's uh, obviously some people are going to disagree. I'm sure there might be a few security professionals out there like that guy's dead wrong. And and that's totally fine. I don't know everything. I'll I'll say that now. I've got no issues with that. But at least as far as I think, in my opinion, that's kind of where the black hat and the gray hat and the white hat kind of kind of falls. Well, it's kind of cool about that. As a white hat, you get to act like a black hat, right? Yeah, so a little, to... a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but for systems that to, like to make sure I it's... own, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I
1: um... should clarify for systems that you own. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's another. If anyone's
2: <laughs> listening, you want to try this? Make sure you have permission uh, right. and only do it on stuff you own. Because um, doing it on stuff you don't own is bad. Uh, that's bad. You Should definitely not do
1: that. Right. Well, now looking back at your career, is there anything that you would do differently?
2: Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> First, I would, if anyone is listening that's not 100% sure what they want to do, that's totally fine. I knew I wanted to be an astronaut. Um, I actually applied to be an astronaut. Got denied. Too tall, apparently. Really? Yeah, too tall. Apparently, the high requirement is like six foot, and I'm 6'5", so it's like not going to fit in a space shuttle, that's so d- that was kind of crappy. That's depressing. Yeah, that was very depressing. So I was like, okay, so now i got to figure out what I want to do. But I will, I will say this um, as just kind of my little piece of advice to the few people who are interested in just kind of figuring out what they want to do people always say like, kind of follow your passion. And I like, I kind of, I kind of, I disagree with that. I would say follow something that you like enough to where it is not exhausting or you find it interesting enough. Not something that you're like crazy in love with, but just something that you can tolerate. Mm -hmm. And you know, that way, something that you can tolerate is something that'll pay the bills. And that way you can have time for your hobbies and stuff that really makes you happy. At least that's my perspective. Although it turns out, I ended up really liking security and I ended up really liking IT so that's kind of a I guess I'm kind of a unicorn in that sense but um, in terms of like actual what I would do differently I probably would have started off going into the right program in the first place I didn't I knew I wanted to go to UC but I wasn't really sure like what program I wanted to go into and had I really known about the program that I graduated from I would have probably done that from the get-go so just just doing your due diligence I would have with like uh, with university stuff I mean that's like a big thing and also uh, learning this when I was younger like I didn't really know how to program until I went to college I went to like a a tech oriented high school but they didn't really have any programming classes Mm. and I didn't really have the capacity or the knowledge to learn that on my own and you know my parents are both blue collar people so they don't really have the resources to help me program either so learning Mm. programming just learning technology related stuff at a younger at an earlier age I would have done that differently and also just Knowing more about the technology going into like higher education is something that I definitely would have done differently. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah,
1: so let's talk to the student who wants
2: to do what you do. What advice would you give them? Be passionate about security. Um, my uh, and a lot, and you can say that with just about any technology-related field. But I definitely have to say a lot of people think like security is going to be like this wild, crazy, really interesting thing, and it can be on some occasions. But there is a lot of kind of tedious policy-based procedure-based compliance-based stuff which isn't as quote-unquote sexy if you will i would also encourage them to really really examine if this is really something that you're passionate about because while you do have the potential for a lot of growth and a lot of money and a lot of other things you really have to be passionate about what you do i mean you're on call 24 7 you know the bad guys don't sleep and if something happens even if it's like an anniversary you got to go. If it's your wedding day, you got to go kind of a thing. So and that, and, That's a great call out. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow. And no one really made that abundantly clear when I was going through this. Right. Um, and I, I probably wouldn't have changed what I was doing. But having that expectation would be a little bit better in that way. That kind of gives you just a better understanding of like what to expect. Um, so make sure that you're really passionate about it. Make sure that you really, really enjoy doing it. You also have to have a passion for learning because obviously with IT, things never ends. Things are always changing. Things are always growing. You know, the cloud, DevOps, all that fun stuff. It's like the new hot button stuff. And that doesn't slow down. And if you slow down, you will quickly fall behind and be irrelevant anymore. Learn programming. Not, I mean, that's kind of like, I guess, kind of like a duh moment. But I mean, just even if you learn like a basic language like Python or even Bash or something, Bash isn't really a language. But anyway... Uh, even Python, something simple or HTML or Java or JavaScript, something to kind of give you that programmer logic will help you in spades, especially when it comes to just kind of understanding a lot of the more confusing topics in security specifically. Mm, right, right. I would also recommend that if you are dead set on doing like IT or systems administration or security work, uh, get a certification. Get a low level cert- certification like a Security Plus or like a CompTIA, Networking Plus, or some low-level certificate or even a Cisco cert. Something that you can do in high school. It's a little bit more expensive, but that will give you real practical, useful skills that you can take into college. Or you can skip college and go right into working as a CCNA somewhere. And it gives you credibility. So, yeah, and it gives you credibility. And then it, it allows you to kind of build your your um, your skill set out or your repertoire, whatever you want to call it. And that will allow you to be a more flexible and more useful employee to your employer.
1: Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for taking time today. I really
2: appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to Learn from Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. Where will our next adventure take us? Subscribe to find out. If you know of someone who has a cool career story or occupation, contact Greg through Instagram at Greg LFO. That's GregStanleyLFO. That's G R E G S T A N L E Y L F O. And we will see you soon as we learn from others together.